Welcome into the Outlaw Lawyer. Coming up on the show, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, will hit all the legal topics. Plus, it is listener question day today on the Outlaw Lawyer. So stay tuned. And now, Outlaw Lawyer. Welcome into the Outlaw Lawyers. Your hosts are Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Farina, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. Normally, we have Cassandra Nicholas joining us from the Moorhead City office. She is out this week, so we've just got Josh and Joe, and we're happy to have them. If you've got a legal situation you are facing, you can always get answers to those questions by calling Whitaker and Hamer, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what that call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch with you. And you can always email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We'll answer them on a future broadcast, and we are going to get into listener questions here today on the program. But first, this. The courtroom, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Outlaw Lawyer Radio Show, where legal knowledge and exploration collide in the vast legal universe of North Carolina. Hosted by attorneys Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, and Cassandra Nicholas, this extraordinary broadcast seeks to answer legal questions and explore the ever-expanding frontiers of legal news. As our hosts embark on their mission, they will navigate through the complex legal landscape, seeking out new insights and legal expertise. They will analyze legal cases, discussing them with the precision and intellect of a starship captain charting a course through uncharted territories. Their voices will resonate across the radio waves, reaching out to those in need of legal guidance. They will seek to shed light on the darkest corners of the law just as starship sensors penetrate the depths of space. Listeners prepare to embark on a journey of legal discovery. The Outlaw Lawyer will boldly go where no radio show has gone before, bringing you the latest legal news and answering your questions with all the sense and exploration and wonder that captivates audiences across the galaxies. Join us as we venture into the unknown in the style of the illustrious narrator of Star Trek. Welcome to the Outlaw Lawyer, where legal knowledge knows no bounds. Engage. That's your cue, Josh. Take it away. <laughs> well, that's really good, man. That's the first time I've heard that intro. That's uh, That sounds really well produced. Spaced out, man. I was spaced out. I was in the mood. <laughs> I, uh, for the past couple of weeks, we've been switching up our intro and, uh, but last week we did $6 million man week before that we did love boat. So we're getting chat GPT to, to write our intro <laughs> in the style of blank. Right. And so I, you know, we've done Dukes of hazard. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I, I didn't get to it until last minute today. And I was like, well, wait a minute, Star Trek. That's easy. That's an easy one. So, I thought, and then I saw it. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I think the, the, the first discussion we have is, are you a Star Trek person or are you a Star Wars person? Uh, yeah, I was never a Star Trek person. I, I've seen Star Trek. It never really, uh, I never really got all the way into Star Trek. And I'm sure, Always. Uh, Joe, you don't even know. Do you know anything about Star Trek other than Spock and Live Long and Prosper and all that good stuff? Yeah, I know. I, I know I don't care about it. <laughs> I know. I, I know it's inferior to Star Wars. <laughs> there's a 
you know they had the, they had the more recent star i was i am not a star trek person man no offense to anyone who is but uh they had the more recent the jj abrams star trek movies uh they had a couple of those they didn't watch it was those. all right they were actually all right man yeah. it was all right they got don't they have like a picard or something going on right now don't they have yeah like yeah a- there's still stuff going on i ignore it well i don't even know where like a lot of stuff i don't even know how to where it comes on anymore you know streaming yeah. it's yeah. It, it's everywhere you don't know what platform it's on it's it's all over the place you just Google it, man. You can figure it out. <laughs> my kids, I'd let my You're kids a bright young it. man. No, your kids don't like Star Trek. Come on. No, they're not big Star Trek people. They're, yeah. They were always Star Wars because Star Wars was coming the last three that came out. Yeah. They were they were just coming up. It's an uphill so. battle mm. for Star Trek against Star Wars, man. It's a tough fight. I was at, uh, they had, a, not too long ago, they had a baseball card show over at Dorton Arena. And I was over at Dorton Arena and one of the booths, it was crazy. It was like a sea of collectibles and and baseball cards, which kind of sounds dorky when I say it out loud. But like, yeah, I was it, it does. Like it I, does. It sounds incredibly dorky. <laughs> it doesn't sound. It sounds very cool, man. You sound. You sound really cool. No, I, well, it was it, great, man. I, yeah, it was great. I walked into the Dorton Arena, and it was kind of a hot day. And you know, the Dorton Arena is not air conditioned, right? They just open windows. Yeah, and, yeah. That's the way they used to. That's do the it. charm. Yeah, That's the charm you of the can door. go in there and burn to death or freeze to death, depending. But I walked in there, and uh, well, first of all, there was a you had to pay to get in, which is fine, right? That's what you have to do. Ticket they didn't take a card, right? Oh, I didn't have, I had zero cash. Didn't I don't think they've got card readers and the technology for it at the Dorton Arena. You just man. I don't think, yeah, I think you can't. <laughs> Even if you broke, I'm your sorry, own. sir, we can't accommodate your your fancy card. So it's, it was five bucks to get in. I take I take my oldest son, and we're going there. We part. We walk all the way up there, <clears throat> and then I didn't really even have my wallet. I had like this little thing that just snaps to my phone, right? It's a fanny pack. So I just had like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Leather. <laughs> had leather. my satchel <laughs> with coins. <laughs> so I, I have no cash on me. And I go in and he's like, hey, it's five bucks to get in. I hand my card over and they're like, oh, yeah, we don't take cards. And I was like, oh, all right. And he goes, there's an ATM machine outside. So I go out, but I didn't bring my ATM card. <laughs> right. I didn't have my ATM card on me. I had to drive back to my house. Get no, cash. no. Jeez. And then, and then come back again. Yeah, That's like an hour, was, right? Yeah. My, my he was, he was going to kill. He would have been, that would have been it for you and him and your relationship. <laughs> yeah. My oldest kid was really pumped to go. Cause I was like, uh, I, but yeah. So we, anyway, that wasn't the point of the story. Point of the story is I went in. It was fantastic, man. Like right when I walked in uh professional wrestler, Matt Hardy had a table. Yeah. Wow. And he had his kids there and nice. his wife. And we talked, and you said them. he listens to the show religiously. That's I think that's what he said. Yeah, you th- he said something like that. <laughs> and, and then you keep on going in and the whole floor was full. Of, anyway, the whole point of the story was one of the tables. I had too many sidebars. One of the tables was all like well used, like played with Star Wars toys from like the eighties, uh-huh. early eighties, and not still in the box. Like, they just like yeah, and they just had them like wrapped up. And yeah. what they were going for, it was crazy because they were the they were the real fancy ones, the real rare ones. Well, they were but, just they, the first. but they'd been yeah. played with, so they were kid worn, right? That's right. Yeah, and, and they still these- they still wanted big dollars for them. They did. I tell you, I'd love to sell my kids' stupid toys to some idiot at Norton <laughs> Arena. I didn't hey, buy it. Hey, no, hey, man. Joe, would, Joe shed some light. So, so name some of these these toys. Some of my kids? Yeah, Hold on, some let me think. No, not the kids' names. The oh, toys' the toys. Names. Okay, God, you put me on the spot. I was getting nervous. What do you mean, toys' names? If my kids might not, you don't want to know that, man. They're they're all, they change like the wind, man, kids these days. <laughs> they It's a new thing. And uh, they move on to a new thing, right? Mm-hmm. Which costs even more money than the old thing. Yeah, and luckily we're getting out of it, man. They're getting older. Good. They don't want the toys anymore. There you go. Yeah, the 
my kids are are all into sports now and cards and collectibles and so we went and uh it, it killed me though because you know i came up in the mid 80s and and there's guys there selling like starting lineup figures they never opened and all that stuff but it was it was a lot of fun except for the except for the driving but did you buy a lot of things uh no no oh no, i'm sorry <laughs> you drove all, you went all the way back home to get your money yeah we, you invest, you invested it. in that day i mean you we really bought, put the time in i know your kid wanted things man we you bought, just denied him we bought things you're like no son we bought things i wouldn't say we bought a lot of things son you didn't clean your room <laughs> but, so you can't have luke skywalker with a booger on his head but star star trek never grabbed me and i have friends that are, are big star trek fans but it never it never got me no me either man me either well, I mean, the intro was very nice. Yeah, that intro was great. Yeah, you guys, you guys throw them the at me. And Star, I, Star and Trek I, thing I've seen. And I, I produce, I produce the opens the way you want them produced, and you guys have no interest in Star Trek, so we can't even, <laughs> we can't even go down that road. But it did sound cool. And we can talk about it. We just don't know anything about it. I know some things about it. I've seen. I know a lot Spock. Of it. Yeah. The uh, well, the, yeah. This 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 show is going to be another. We've done a couple of these in a row here. Just going to be all. We're gonna have a couple of listener questions. A couple of. Uh, ai generated uh questions but uh we're gonna get we're gonna talk about stuff that we get asked in our office uh every week and uh if people are paying for our advice on these topics i feel like we we you know we are we're always doing a service for our listeners if we talk about the things we're getting asked about uh, the most often because we see it all we're 20 years into this and at this point i rarely get surprised by a consult so I finally reached that point in my career, but so uh, we could do that, or we could just talk about Star Trek, man. Forty-five minute, fifty minutes of Star Trek talk. Well, the yeah, fact that I, you guys don't like Star Trek, don't know anything about Star Trek, I think we should steer clear of Star Trek. That's just yeah, my this is gonna make it fun. I think one of the first Mad <laughs> magazines I had was they did their little mock-up of Wrath of Khan. Yeah, and that's really about all I have. I had some Christmas ornaments that my sweet mother bought me. And they're the ones you you pull off the the bulb of the the light and you plug it in and it makes noise. Had a a, a set of Star Trek ones. I saw the Futurama where they I think she the... thought they were Star Wars. That's why she bought them. Gotcha. Because she doesn't like Star Trek either. <laughs> um, All right. Well, listen. Set your stunners on phase. We're going to be back right after this. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. They are the managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina, getting ready for a question and answer program. Uh, so a lot of questions coming in, and we will tackle those here in just a little bit. Offices conveniently located for Whitaker and Hamer in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. Again, if you've got a legal situation you are facing, you've got questions, you need some answers, here's a phone number for you, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information and briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will reach out to you. You can also email your questions to the show. We'll answer them on a future program, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We're back right after this. Welcome back. 
back into the Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They are your hosts. They're practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located for you in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week, we hit a lot of legal topics. You may have questions of your own, maybe about a situation that you're in, and you need some answers. You can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call is about. An attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Gentlemen, question and answer. Where are we going first? Well, Morgan, before we get there, I forgot to tell you, we're not, you know, last week we, me and Joe were remote and we were over at Shady's on Main Street in Garner. Uh, Which is going to be your normal locale, correct? That's mainly where you're going to do the show from. Yeah, yeah. We we like it there and uh, it's got a... Way better than this, <laughs> this cramped office space so, we're sitting in. Yeah, we couldn't go there today. There was there were some other things going on over at, at Shady's and so we got evicted our second week and we're... We're in the Garner. We're in the Whitaker and Hamer Garner office today. So that's where we join you from. I just want to give you, I want you to be able to paint that picture in your head. So me and Joe are in the NC State Conference Room over in the Garner office where me and Joe always feel more comfortable than NC State Conference Room. Man, oh, yeah, and sure. and for the record, you weren't evicted. Right? No, no. We no were, you, just, you just had to change locations. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have been able to. It would have been difficult to get inside the building. Gotcha. Right. They gotcha. Shutting shut the street. They got shutting some down things. the street. No. Not for the outlaw lawyer, the radio show. They, <laughs> what, uh, no parade honoring? They were very excited. <laughs> Josh for and it. Joe, no parade? <laughs> when they went in and out, they were shutting the street down. That's what I, all the listeners like. What are we, how are we going to get at the show <laughs> they take today? The, uh, but, but, uh, but anyway, in the, in the Garner office, very convenient because I was already here, so I didn't have to go very far today. But uh, the, first, the first thing me and Joe wanted to talk about, and again, you know, we call these listener questions. A lot of times it's just fact patterns. It's just general things that we're seeing in the office that we're talking to people about. And and Joe, you've run into this one a time or two here recently. So it might be worth uh, telling the folks about. It's it's really warm in here, man. I was going to tell you that, too. It feels better in Shady. <laughs> it's got a better ambiance. The environment's better. Um, you're not as close. To me. You're very close to me right now. I feel like my knee could bump yours. And I don't like that, man. Yeah. What well, were you saying? You want a question? Yes. 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 It's not really a question per se. I'd say this is more of a common theme, right? Like something that I can't, I'm not going to give you the exact phrasing of the question because we get this question in different forms, but the general topic, a thing that we've uh, seen a lot more here of lately. And that, I guess we, I mean, really it's been a thing that's been around for a long time. Sure. It's just a thing we've seen more frequently lately and we can speculate as to why, but that's, that's this sub two financing, right? So basically you've got somebody who wants to come in and purchase a property that has an existing mortgage on it and not necessarily do anything with that mortgage, right? Like basically step into the shoes of the former owner, start making their payments. And uh, it, there's been a lot of, I think there's been a lot of like uh, influencers and, and things like that who are like offering classes, promoting this as a viable source of revenue. And that has in turn caused an uptick of the folks that have called us that, that want to want to get into it and that are interested in it. And, um, you know, it makes a lot of sense from one perspective, right? Because you say you've got an individual who maybe they're not in a great place to sell their home. They don't have a ton of cash flow where 
They can, you know, necessarily make repairs and fix the house up nice to be list ready. Um, but they got a nice low payment. Their interest rate's super low. Uh, and, and what these courses do is they, they try to train you to, to basically pitch to these folks like, hey, I'll give you some money up front. I'll basically step into your shoes. I'll start making this mortgage payment. Get the benefit of your rate. Um, you deed me the property. And that's, that's the, the idea in a nutshell. Yeah. So in a normal closing, like in a normal closing where you're, you're a buyer and somebody's selling you a house and and you're getting a mortgage, you know, there's a closing attorney involved. A lot of times there's real estate agents involved. And what happens is that closing, your closing attorney makes sure that any of your seller's mortgage liens get paid off. And basically the property comes to you lien free. Now you may be getting a mortgage, so you're about to add your own lien to the property but the property is transferred lien free to you uh, at closing. And here uh, I've seen a lot of these folks set up in hotels and kind of do, you know, come, come to our pitch and they'll, they'll, this is how you can make money in, in real property. And maybe you can, I'm not, I'm not here to shoot down anything that makes people money. But there's apparently, that's the thing. Like the, the folks who are promoting the classes, they'll tell it, they will tell you. And who knows? They could be right, man. I'm not poo-pooing them, but they'll tell you they're making like, tens of thousands of dollars a month, millions of dollars a year, just strictly doing deals like this. So the theory is on, on these deals that they market is you come in and somebody has got a, you know, a 2% mortgage or, you know, they've got some equity in the property, but they, they want to get out and you don't want to finance this property and you don't want to pay cash. So you give them a much smaller amount of money and then you take title to the property, you get a deed, but they leave their mortgage lien in, in place. Right. So they've got a, you know, whoever the lender is, a Wells Fargo, a Bank of America, First Citizens, they have a mortgage lien on the property that you say, hey, I'll take that over, uh, which is, is a terrible idea for the seller. I would argue that it it could potentially be a terrible idea for everybody. I, yeah. and, and that being said, there's like there that's not to say there's not like you can't you can look at this and be like, well, there's advantages for everyone there. There are ways to look at this and find ad, advantageous, you know, things in the right deal for every single person involved. So I'm not saying that this can never be a situation that makes sense, but there's a ton of pitfalls, man. I, I think fraught with peril. I would, it's I like, would it's it. like if you were like, if you were walking, if, if you were walking into the house from home alone yeah. and you're a burglar, that's what it's like, right? Fraught with peril. Right. You might avoid all the Legos and you might not get your, your scalp burned off, but, uh, for the for the seller, you know, the person buying subject to the lien, they can just stop paying your mortgage. And then, of course, that's going to hurt your credit, your ability to get a new mortgage. Uh, and you don't have title anymore. You don't own the property. You don't own the property. You have no control over it. Transferring the property is probably a default on your note and your deed of trust, right? So your lender could foreclose on you the next day that you do that, you know. So you're the seller is, is you know, and most of the sellers who entertain this kind of transaction, they just don't know any better. Or they're in such a bad, they're in such bad shape. They don't have a lot of other maybe alternatives, or at least they don't feel like they have any other alternatives. Or they're these the influencers that are making millions of year, and they know something we don't. That's that could be possible. Hey, hey, I think there are some folks that are doing this successfully, right? On the what scale, I'm not sure. Um, but but I definitely think that there are some folks that are that are doing it successfully. It's just a matter of. Finding the right deal, right? Like finding the right situation. And even then, you can do everything right. You can have the right deal. Those pitfalls are still going to exist. Right. You could be the buyer in a situation. So in theory, you've given some money to a seller. 
uh, and you've got this property now and you're either trying to rent it out or maybe you're trying to sell it and make money. Uh, but the lien is not your lien. It's hard to get a payoff when you sell it. Uh, they and can, that's the big one right there, right? Mm-hmm. Like getting a, they don't I, have to talk to you. Yeah. People who don't order payoffs for a living, I don't think they understand how frustrating it is to order a payoff. A mortgage e- even payoff, with, yeah. even with authorization to order that payoff, man, it's one of the more frustrating things. Like different servicers are different, right? Like, and you can have a really good one where it's really easy. Like there's, there's ones that are super simple. You call them very straightforward and easy. And then there's ones where it's like pulling teeth, man, seven to 10 days. And then they'll forget you called them in the first right. place. And uh, it's a nightmare. So getting a payoff in the first place for your own mortgage can be difficult. Getting a, a payoff for a third party's mortgage, that the, the nightmare scenarios that can come up from that, man, I shudder. Yeah, because the, the lender's not going to talk to you without really good written authorization. And then, like Joe said, maybe not even talk to you. And then and then they could foreclose on you. They could just say, hey, we're not talking to you anymore. We're not taking any more payments. Our borrower has uh, transferred this property without paying us off. They're in default. They can start the foreclosure process. And whatever money you've put into this deal, you, you lose, right? If you get foreclosed on. Well, that's the thing. It's not even like at that point, you've gotten your like, you know, most of these deals aren't structured to where you're going to get anything else, right? Like they are structured where in my experience, and again, there's folks that are doing it all different kinds of ways, but the pitch generally to these folks is like, Hey, I'm giving you X amount of money up front. Right. And then I'm just taking this over. You don't got to worry about it anymore. You don't own it anymore. And so in a perfect world, man, they make your payments, they pay it off. It's all good. You've already got the funds up front. And you may be thinking, even if you got the funds up front, you're like, well, that's all I needed. Right? Like I just needed five or 10 grand. It's not my problem anymore. The problem with that is say the individual who purchased and, and, and started making those payments, say they s- just stopped paying, right? That's, that's, yes, you've gotten the, the money you needed out of it, but you're going to have a foreclosure. You're going to have your credits going to get destroyed from that. Like you're going to have all the negative implications from that, regardless of who owns the property at that point. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it may work out. I've seen it work out for people, even though I've counseled them not to do it. That's what, that's what we attorneys do. We take, we try to look at something we're very risk adverse and we're usually pretty good at saying, Hey, this is kind of risky or Hey, this is, this is pretty safe. Or maybe I can get rid of some of this risk with the right contract or, but this is a risky proposition. And so I think if you, if you enter into one of these, Contracts for deed, installment sales, um, they go by a lot of different names. But if you enter into one, you have to be prepared for some bumps, maybe some loss, because it could go completely sideways on you. Yeah, I tell the folks, like, there's there's some folks, like, when we meet with folks, like, a lot, like, again, a lot of these folks are, they're taking, like, online courses where they've got, like, super charismatic influencer types, like, really pumping, like, you can do this. You, anyone can do it. Your grandmother can come off the street and start doing these deals and get rich. Um, and you know, I'm not trying to, to, to knock those, knock those folks necessarily, but a lot of the times when the folks that call that, that want to explore this option, they're very gung ho, right? Like, cause they're fired up. They've been shot out of a cannon. And so you got to kind of temper them, right? Like you got to, you got to pull their expectations back. And so like you said, man, very, we're very risk averse and we, we just, we'll tell you about every single risk. And so I, there's a lot of folks I'll tell them, this is what can happen. This is what I can give a laundry list of things that can go wrong. Um, but all of that being said, man, 
there are situations where everything could go fine. This could be a perfect win-win situation for everybody involved. No harm, no foul, nothing bad happens. But I think that's, that's, that's part of what we do in counseling folks is you got to prepare them for the bad. Right. And so there's folks I'll tell them, these are all the terrible things that can happen to you. And they're like, well, okay. Like we're still going to, we'll still do it. So you you, kind of go over what if scenarios. Yeah. And so, and that's, and, and we've had folks who have done it. And if that's the case, there are things you can do to, to, to safeguard against these pitfalls. Some of them, you know, it's like I tell folks, you can't get rid of them completely. We can draft up all the documents, all the contracts, all the waivers, everything. And these these situations could still arise. And, you know, we could probably do a whole show talking about the, the nightmare scenarios of what could go wrong to make one of these deals kind of become way more difficult than it has to be. Um, but that again, it, it can be done. But I will tell you, it's going to be way, way more complicated than you think you got to be prepared to receive a lot of potential bad news mm-hmm. about the Like you're going to get a very depressing speech from, from me. If you come to me about like, you, you got to worry <laughs> about this, 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 and this. And then I'm probably going to make you sign something saying, I told you all these things just in case it happens. Um, but that being said, man, there's folks doing them and there's folks that are doing them very successfully. Uh, and I think that's a good thing for them. Yeah. I mean, be wise, proceed with caution, get advice, professional advice uh, before you do things like this. So, guys, we've got more question and answer. We're going to get into those. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Managing Partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. Again, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. And they put offices pretty much everywhere just for your convenience. Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. If you have a legal question, something that you're facing uh, and you need answers, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659. Leave your contact information briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And as we are doing today, you can email your questions to the show, and we will answer them on a future broadcast. We have more Outlaw Lawyer coming up next. Law Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Managing Partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. Normally joined by Cassandra Nicholas. She's out. She's on assignment this week. Uh, We have Josh and Joe again uh, headlining the show. If you've got a question for them, if you've got a question about your own legal situation, need an answer, you can always call the firm 800 659 that's 800-659-1186. We're here to help. Leave your contact information briefly what that call is about. An attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show. Questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Fellas? All right, Joe. You, uh, I'm getting the kids together today. We're going to go see uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, man, I saw that. You really going with your kids? You going to go see your kids? Yeah. Isn't that what you're going to so do? You're a good dad. You're talking about you took them to the card show. And now you're taking to a movie. No, I went without. I made the kids. I, I they rode with me. I made them with the car. <laughs> I said, "You guys, you stay in the car. You keep the car warm for me, and I'll be out after the movie. I'll tell you how it is." Listen so, to some AM radio. No, I went with my kids, man, and um, we enjoyed it. I'd say it was they, very enjoyable. They said I, you uh, you laugh and you cry. I didn't cry. No, <laughs> I didn't cry. But I could see people crying. Yeah. None of my kids cried either because they're. Oh. Strong, very strong. <laughs> we don't allow tears in our household. So 
We have a very strict no tears policy. If I see him coming, it's like, go to, go to your room. Morgan, did you see that movie? I've not seen it yet, but I've heard several reviews. They're saying this one is the best of the three. So it must yeah, be pretty good. Maybe, man. Maybe. <laughs> that first one's got a lot. Like, that was, it was different at the time, right? Like, it was something different. Yeah. And that counts for something. Well, I grew up, I grew up reading comic books and the Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy, you never. No one read that comic book. They, yeah, they did. They just the same people that watch Star Trek, man. They, yeah, but they just they came in. They just were in. Uh, they would just show up like you'd be reading your X-Men and the Guardians of the Galaxy would just show up, you know? Yeah. So it was weird that that became one of the better films, you know, in the Marvel Universe. I was always surprised by that. Yeah, they did big things with it, man. And uh, shout out to James Gunn. He's leaving Marvel. Yeah, DC now. He's going to be the DC guy. That's good, though. Maybe they'll have some. Maybe. Maybe they'll have some more success. Maybe so. You a Marvel or a DC guy? That's a that's a tougher one than Star Trek versus Star Wars to me. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's probably more. Because Star, Star Wars is just a slam dunk, man. That's a 360 slam dunk. I think growing up as a kid, I was I was more Marvel for really? sure. Yeah. yeah. See, not, not me, man. Not me. Because what did you have? What more? Like when I was a kid, you had, it's like if you read comic books, maybe. But if you didn't read comic books, what'd you really, you know, you had Spider-Man. That's cool. Well, yeah, X Men. Yeah, X Men. What else you have? Well, I mean, I don't know, man. I read a bunch of X Men. You got the Fantastic but I'm saying Four. If you didn't read the comic books, right? Like I wasn't reading things. I was. You're not reading comic books. It's if all about the girls, pictures. It's all know, about man. the pictures. If you're not reading comic books, then you're not into either one of them. Nah, <laughs> you could be. You could still be like I, I. Nah. Who's who's your who's your who? When you think about Superman, who do you see? Ah. Ah, that's a good question, man. I know who you see, Morgan. Who do you see when you see Superman? When you envision Superman in your mind? Uh, that's a good um, question. Christopher Reeves. Yeah. yeah Chris, Christopher nah, Reeves. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's my that's my. Time, I think I've yeah. got like a, I think I've got like a form version of him in my head that's not anybody. It's just what I, it's just, you know, almost like a, a real life personification of the animated Superman, mm. you know, from the, I don't know. Well, who do you see for Batman? That's a good, I, I could see anybody. I mean, I'm very pliable. When you adaptable. first think about Batman, you have your. You, All right, I'm gonna hold on. Let me do it. A thought exercise. I'll close my eyes. I just see a. I see Batman, man. He's got a. He's got a suit on. I don't know whose face is under it. That's Michael Keaton. That's who you see. You, see no. Michael, you know Michael Keaton coming back. No, man. that's next month. <laughs> no, 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 Flash. no. He reprises his role as Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Christian, Keaton, Chris, like, Christian Bale. That's no. He didn't say who you thought performed better. He said, "Who do you see?" Yeah, you would, Morgan. You're 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 old like me. You should see. You should see my. <laughs> this is the Adam second. West. <laughs> no, no, that's back before muscle tone was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> the this is the second. I, I want to point this out. This is the second week in the row that we mentioned Michael Keaton. That's the thing. No, with, with you mentioned <laughs> Michael Keaton. We did not mention Michael Keaton. You like, you declared Michael Keaton the best uh, ever. To act, yeah, you know, he was Batman, and he—I guess he was Vulture, right? He's been in both. He's Marvel and DC. He's been in a lot of things, man, and he's a great actor. We did. We let me tell you that. what my issue is with Mr. Mom, Superman, greatest movie ever. It is a good movie. Christopher no, Reeve is not jacked <laughs> enough, man. He's not jacked enough. Back then, though, for 1980, they had steroids back then, man. They could have put him on him. No, nah, it was just milk and steak. That's all they did back then. Well, That's he cool. needs some more of it, like, and he's more—he looks way better than me, man. Don't get me wrong; I'm not playing Superman. I'm sitting here in a cramped hot conference room with you <laughs> i i have been dieting though man and that's not fun no it's good for you though it's it's not fun though i'm actually depressed that's why i'm depressed i go right through now. phases man I, i've been um 
I've been not dieting. That's what I would call it. I wasn't going to say anything, (laughs) but as close as we're sitting to each other, man. So, so, so let me ask you this, Joe, are you, are you being healthy about it? What are you doing? Oh man. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little bit of a, a program, doing a program. Do a little it. intermittent fasting okay. going on. That's you know? good. That's good. I got about an eight-hour feed window and a 16-hour not feed window. <laughs> well, I'm just eating clean, baby. That's it. That's and, jo- and Josh is ignoring all of that, right, Josh? Well, Josh is eating a Reese cup right now. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I leave here, I'm supposed to go by the store because we're out of cheer wine and we're making cheer wine floats tonight. Nice. Oh, man. That's nice. the kind of nice. wine. It's good for you. Nice. Though, right? Yeah. I think it's yeah. pretty good. The kids, call it, the kids call it the cheery wine. That's mm. what yeah. Called. Yeah. I've been drinking a lot of water. Water is good for you. It's delicious. Um, yeah, you know, there's a new thing with water. This is like a, this is more of a, a women thing, man. So you may not get it, but it's like flavored waters. It's got having a real big renaissance, man. Like syrups and powders. Mm, okay. That's a thing. It's okay. a TikTok thing. It's mm. real big. There's like a whole water talk. And it's just people who like, give you different recipes for things to put in your mm. water on TikTok. You don't know. You're looking at me. It's like you're very confused. My kids went through this phase where they always put a Jolly Rancher in their water that's bottle. Not, is that the same is, thing? This is not it. No, no man. This is uh, <laughs> close. I guess it is the same thing at the end of the day. But uh, they would get home from school. They'd put a Jolly Rancher in their water bottle, and then they set it aside. So when dinner came, mm. man, they have Kool-Aid, I guess, is basically what it. Yeah, just do, do, a, do a slice of lemon, Joe. You'll be good there. That, that, As we've add. talked about this diet, I've decided it's a, it's a bad idea. And uh, I think I'm going to leave here and get some ice cream. I, I go through these phases where I'm like, all right, I need to lose. I'll lose some weight. And I will, man. I'll eat what I'm supposed to eat. And my clothes will fit better. And then I feel good for a while. And then one day we're real busy. And I get real addicted to DoorDash. Yeah, man. Right? Because for like three bucks, somebody will bring burgers like yes. directly to me and I can keep working. Yeah, so I like what's, you your, what's your, what's your go-to? <laughs> So, Josh, what's your go-to when you are hungry, hungry, and you you dial up DoorDash? I tell you what, man. My, you know, being on the, the south side of Raleigh most of the time, sometimes I'm in uh, North Hills area, but mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm on the south side of Raleigh. I I always do the barbecue, right? I always do the barbecue. So there's you get a couple. Fields? Or you get? You talking about like you getting like real barbecue? I try to get. I try to. I try to get real barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. What, what, are you saying? I, I I like Smithfields. You don't like? I mean, you don't like, like Smithfields? Not, uh, Smithfields is great. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Smithfields. It's fantastic, but, but it's I, not like real. You know, it's it's good. I'll eat like it. A fancy restaurant bar. You mean you're looking for like brisket and different versions of barbecue? What are you? What are you talking? Smithfields about? is good. I man. like the I like it's the really barbecue good. restaurants that were here when I grew up here. Gotcha, gotcha. The right. pit, so I, Coopers, yeah, Coopers, yeah, Coopers is all right. Pit wasn't here when I grew up. I don't I, think. Nah. Nah. But that's uh, but the DoorDash is very, you know, it's very addicting because for a very small amount of money, people will bring you food while you work and you can just keep working yeah man which is what we like to do yes you ever yeah i do i had this is my doordash story i was starving right because i'm on a diet this is when i was not on my diet this is when i was in one of my relapses <laughs> this is when i i got to the feeling good part of my diet joe's, and I started, joe's I going binging all right what did and you I was, binge I had on? been fasting and i was like man i'm really hungry i need this food and i doordash this this delicious meal man exactly what i wanted and i'm stoked and i'm watching it right Cause I'm going to shove it in my, my fat <laughs> face and uh, I'm pumped on it and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the little thing on the, 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 the GPS man. And you know, it's like, you're, you know, because you DoorDash all the time right, and see right. it on your face <laughs> and it's like, so-and-so's arriving with your order mm. and then they show up and they give it to you. And so it's like, so-and-so's arriving with your order and they don't show up. 
and all mm. this time goes by and i'm like what's going on man and i'm getting hangrier and my blood sugar is all messed up and my face is getting red and uh and I'm like what's going on because <laughs> you can see i can see them on the map i should be able to see them and they're not there so I got to get on the customer service, man. And I'm talking and it's this long drawn out thing. And it turns out the, the, my DoorDasher got in a wreck, like oh, literally, oh, literally like seconds away from Were they okay? Terrible. I don't know, man. I never saw them again. I hope so. Shout out. Was your food okay? Was. No, I didn't get my food. So I was, and I was mad. Originally I was like, man, this DoorDasher has just stolen my meal and there is eating my hard earned meal. And um, that's where I was mentally. I'll be honest with you. Well, we, we hope we hope the driver was okay, but those EMT drivers, man, they make out like bandits on DoorDash when they're wrecked. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. The you know they told me they got the person the, the customer service person was like, your DoorDasher's been in an accident. You should be able to walk and see them, and you can walk and get your food. And I was like, I'm not gonna walk. I'm not walking. <laughs> they up actually on this told you. They said that. Yeah, to you? she was like, you can walk. And and I this is the thing, man. I was so hungry. I started walking. And I was like, no. <laughs> so is it, is it okay that. if I walk up to the burning car and reach in and get my order? <laughs> I saw uh, I saw a TikTok. I never get beverages in DoorDash because I saw this TikTok where this guy oh, no. was filming some guy, a DoorDasher, who was mm. in like Taco Bell picking up. Mm. And he went and like guzzled their soda oh, and then refilled cool. it and no. put like a new straw in it. Oh. And ever since then, I can't, I can't get well, they don't, it. You just ruined there, beverage sales. You just did you must, that. Yeah, you must have been in the early days of DoorDash, <laughs> man. Now they put like a piece of tape. It's very safe. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'll have to take your word Good for recovery, it. Good recovery, Joe. Good recovery. All right. Well, we have to take a short break. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, they are the managing partners there. Practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. And if you have a legal situation you're facing, you've got questions, you can always call the firm. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. And you can also email your question to the show. Just leave contact information if you call us. And briefly what the call is about, an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch, and you can always email the questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm Managing Partners, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina, offices located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. Cassandra Nicholas, normally on the program on assignment this week, and she is out of the Moorhead City office. If you've got a legal situation, you need some answers to your questions, you can always call the firm 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information. Briefly what the call is about, an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will We'll be in touch. And as we are doing today, we are taking listener questions. So email questions. Uh, you can send those to the show. Questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We'll answer them on a future broadcast. Guys, where are we going next? You know, Josh, I was uh, I was thinking of taking my kids to see that new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, man. And uh, you know, <laughs> I heard good things. Um, you know, it, it occurs to me we did not this last segment. We didn't tackle our listener question. Yes, we, we didn't did get not. there. And I don't feel like we're getting to this one either. If I'm going to be honest with you, brother, because it's getting hotter and hotter in here about a second. It's not that hot in here. It's not that cold. The, uh, you know, we get, a lot of, we get a lot of listener questions about HOAs. We do. Homeowners associations. We do. Uh, we get a lot of listener questions about those, and we have a lot of consults about those. Um, uh, and, uh, and as always, they're a lot of fun. You know, 
I don't think so, man. I, I think that HOAs just in general, there's a, there's a special type of person. And I'm not knocking that person. If you're that person and you're listening, we, we love you just like we love all of our listeners equally. But there's like a special type of person that really digs an HOA, man, and order and like that, that whatever that vibe is you get from like being a very active member of an HOA. Um, and then there's a whole other set of the population that doesn't. And that, that really hates the idea and doesn't want to be involved in it. And I think that's what you, you can, two categories of people, man. Yeah. So, you know, as a law firm, we represent a lot of, a lot of homeowners associations. Uh, the firm uh, will represent an HOA. We also have represented uh, a lot of folks against their HOA, right? So HOAs are, are just as good or bad as the people who, who run them, right? So your HOA might have a property management company who helps out, helps run the board, collects payments and, and does all that kind of stuff. But the property management company is, is just there to, to help. And so you still have your presidents and your vice presidents. And, and man, when you have a lot of people who have to work together for anything, for anything here at the firm, uh, you know, anywhere in real life, when you have that many people who have to work together and their home is, is, you know, a lot of, for a lot of folks, their home is their major asset, that's right? their sacred place. Too. Yeah. And that's where they, yeah. And, and, and so you run into a lot of really, there's never a small problem, right? It's always a passionate. I remember I don't live in an HOA now, but when I did, you know, I, I couldn't get to like trimming my bushes fast enough or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I get that letter and I used to get so angry, even though I needed to trim my bushes. Yeah. You knew they were right. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, look, man, I was out of town last weekend. It rained. Yeah. I was like, cut me, cut me some slack, but that's what they do. Right. They have to make sure they have to treat everybody the same. Um, but we get a lot of those kind of things. You got owned by your HOA, man. That's what I took from that story. <laughs> I, I got the letter and I trimmed my bushes and I was mad about it. I wonder it. if you were madder than the neighbor that reported you for not trimming your bushes. I, I hope. I Whitaker's don't... gone again. <laughs> he left. He left in the bushes. <laughs> but you'll see that, you know, you'll see the property management car kind of going through and, and doing their inspections and making sure everybody's like, uh, you know, uh, live it up to the, the right, the covenants, right. Mm. the bylaws, what everybody's required to do. You can't paint your house pink. Right. You know, you a lot of people are sad to find out that you, if you don't pay your HOA, that they can foreclose on you. Yeah. Put and, a lien on your property. Yeah. They can literally foreclose on the lien. So you, we, you get folks like there's some people that are like, HOAs aren't real, man. There's literally people that are like, it's not real. Like, what are you going to do? It's just letters. They can't do anything. I, I've always been surprised, you know, you know, when you, we, again, we do a lot of real estate closings and we deal with HOAs all the time. And that's something we talk about at closing. You usually have to pay, you know, some transfer fees and so there's some HOA dues and things like that. And uh, these people, like I'll run into these people when we're representing HOAs who haven't paid HOA dues in like 10 years and just don't even open up an email from the HOA. And like you said, just pretend like, it's fake. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the HOA will foreclose on you. I it's mean, that's, not fake. It's very real. There is statutory authority that allows those they them to one. They can find you, and they can just rack fines up on you, and then they're going to put that that amount as a lien against your property. And then, like we said, they can foreclose on you. We've literally seen HOA foreclosures and over ridiculously small amounts, man. Yeah, you know the HOAs they they have a lot of power, and they don't have a lot of power because that's what they can do, right? They can find you. They can put a lien on your house, which really complicates things if you're going to sell or you're going to refinance. But then past that, all they can really do is foreclose on you. That's yeah. like the next, that's like their 
nuclear weapon if you're just not going to do what they're they're asking you to do and you know i'm assuming the hoa is in the right we've run into times where the hoa is being run improperly oh those are the ones man when you get the ones where you got like the 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 crazy folks just running them and they're just out there for blood man and that's all they got to do right like there's a lot of times in those scenarios they literally it's like your your bush's neighbor right (laughs) it's like that guy to the 10th degree well what about trash can police like if you leave your trash cans rolled out longer than i don't know 24 hours you'll get a letter you get a letter in your mailbox remove your trash cans i mean it's it's a thing. HOAs are, I mean, it's, it, it can be brutal. I, I know people that uh, run to get on the HOA board so they can kind of control things a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I like those are the real heroes, man. <laughs> They're the ones that, the ones that are willing to, to, to take one on the chin from the crazies, man, and offer that balanced perspective. What was the, there was a, there was an old commercial. It was, it was an old beer commercial is the, the real men of genius. Yeah. yeah. Real men of genius. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good, to, Joe. Pretty good. That was, uh, that was good. That, you know, thank you. That, I, this is back in the day when you used to burn CDs back in the day. Yeah. You did that? Are you <laughs> going? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Look, man, I, there were tapes when I was around. I, I started with tapes. Uh-uh. Yeah. How young do you think I am? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyways, there were tapes. And then I did have CDs and I bought CDs. We burnt. Uh, we and then burnt. we burnt. The burning was the. Yes. We burnt. I thought that was the peak, too, at the time. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Nothing would beat it. Well, we downloaded probably illegally, right? I don't know if that was legal, but we downloaded like all those. Like every, oh, every real minute. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. You're attorneys. You know if it's legal. We weren't. Yeah. I would always pay. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Good answer. I Good would answer. always pay. Good answer. I downloaded all the commercials. The other it was like Real Men of Genius and Real Men. Oh, of, you can probably do that. Yeah, I downloaded them all and burned them to like one CD, <laughs> and we used to listen to it before we went and played like uh, flag football or something. We'd listen to like all of to them. get pumped up. Sometimes or just to, to giggle, to like, giggle, to funny. giggle. Yeah. yeah, these are these are real men getting together and listening to. Well, I mean, we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we weren't man. We didn't have YouTube, man. Like now you can go watch like a comedian on YouTube, but it used to be you had to just get like a jerky boy CD and listen to it. You ever listen to the jerky boys? Man? I never did. Yeah. Mm-mm. I knew they were a thing. You ever prank call people? Mm-mm, no, I never really did. You don't seem like the type that uh-huh. would. Joe, no. you do, by the way. No, no, man. You I wouldn't be never. a prank caller? I'd, uh, no, I'd listen to somebody do it mm. probably and laugh, but the, uh, yeah, well, you know, there was people forget there was a time where you, like you, you had to watch stuff when it came on TV, yeah. right? Yeah. Because if you missed it, no, you could, you could V like, yeah, you could my dad see. would VHS record stuff. So I've still got tons of <laughs> tapes, man, tons of them. And what a nightmare it is to try to find anything. You got to rewind and you got to literally, it's like it's super slow. What a nightmare, man. There's YouTube channels and that's all it is, is where they've digitized their old, like with commercials and everything. Yeah. And you just you got, pretend like. got to do that. Yeah, but you just pretend like you're watching TV in like 1986. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, commercials are all the same. The timing's all the same. It's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. Well, we went from HOA to Real Men of Genius. I like it. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker, Real Men of Genius. And Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm Managing Partners, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. If you've got a legal situation you are facing, you need answers to questions, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. You can always email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We'll be back to wrap it up.
Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, where you can find them. They're the managing partners there. They're practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. They have offices conveniently located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Normally we have Cassandra Nicholas on with us. She's on assignment this week. Uh, gentlemen, we've been hitting listener questions and other topics. Where are we going next? We'll close out the show. I want to talk about food some more, man. I, like, I think my phone heard me talking about dieting, and so I pull it up and this, that while we're waiting for Morgan to do his fantastic intro, and it's, it's food, nothing but food, man. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm kind of hungry. I, uh, I, uh, I could definitely, I could eat if that about, was. If that's about food. Like, we should do a, a show where we just eat on, on air. It's <laughs> right up on the mic. <laughs> Samplings. <laughs> Chowing down, dude. Samplings. I like it. That would drive people crazy, man. There's people out there that don't like that. What's that called? Misophone. What's it called? It's something. Uh, I don't or know. Or you don't like people chewing? You need, you need Cassandra for those. Cassandra would keep us straight. Oh, yeah. What's she things. doing? Not feeling well today. Oh, I thought she was just being really quiet. <laughs> no, no, she's not feeling well today. She could not. She could not enjoy this really, today. I just I thought, thought she was, she was really over sad. there just taking the yeah. show in. I was like, man, she must be really enthralled by the stuff we're saying. The uh, no, definitely, definitely getting a little hungry. I'm glad. I'm glad we're what getting. What you gonna eat, man? What you gonna eat? Tell the tell the people. Mm, well, you know, I ate a big lunch today. Mm. Uh, my wife told me we were having. My wife likes to have a like a fish day. Ah, not fried fish. Just regular like fish, salmon. Okay, fish, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I usually don't eat. A, I usually eat a bowl of cereal or something instead. But what? I thought this was gonna be a cool story about you eating a big lunch, and then you just. So did you do the cereal or did you eat the fish? Well, th- uh, that's later. What is? I'm so confused <laughs> right now, man. I don't know if it's my blood sugar. I think it is. That's that's dinner. Okay, so what did you eat? Uh, what are you? Okay, what are you eating? Tell me what you're eating. Tell me what you're eating. I what, wanna, what I ate today? Yeah, no, later. I want to hear what you're eating. Fish. I know, but what kind? And that's why he's going to eat cereal. Okay, he doesn't what, like but, salmon. But it's not just going to be one fish. There's going to be something. What else? With, with what? I don't, what I mean, the, I don't know. What are the, God bless it, man. <laughs> I, 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 I don't fine. know. You know what I'm going to be eating? What? Probably a piece of chicken and some broccoli. Oh, because of the diet. Yeah, man. It's so stupid. So, so, so Joe. Who made people this way? So, so, Joe, back to your diet. What's your goal? I mean, you have a certain amount you want to lose or you just uh, you want to kind of. Yeah, man. I want to be able to look in the mirror and not be disgusted by myself. That's where I'm going. No, man, I'm I'm fine. I just. uh, I was going to say, you're you're not not a big dude. Thanks, Morgan. (laughs) I don't don't mean that in a gym hulking out you know, way. I I'll mean, be honest with you, man. I've got this pipe dream, right? Right. That I'm getting older, mm-hmm. right? I'm getting older. I know that. We all know that. And right. my day's coming where it's going to be all downhill. Well, you want to be as healthy as I don't possible. Think, I get it. I don't think that day has come. I think I've got like six more months, right? So I, my, if I, in that six months, can reach my absolute lifetime peak fitness level mm-hmm. in that six months. You're fighting weight. I could still do it. I okay. can still do it. And that way I can say like, you know... I don't want my best days to have been behind me, man. Cause I know that's coming, right? There's going to come a point where I'll never get back to that, but I think I got a narrow window. So, uh, yeah, man, that's it. I'm just gonna, I'm going to hit it hard mm. or I'm going to leave here and I'm going to get some ice cream. I don't think I'm going to fall off think. the wagon. I don't, I don't think I'm going to, you know, you know, a true story, man. I took my little girl to get Froyo yesterday and that almost happened. I was like, God, I don't want this Froyo so bad. I'm in here. I'm in the lion's den and I grabbed the container for her and i grabbed another one for me and i put it under he started to tremble 
I put it back. Yeah, Good for you. Back. Good for you. I told everybody that. Man. <laughs> I told everybody that. That's you know, the you know, crowning you, achievement you, of my life. You need to you need to stream uh, Rocky Three. Um, yes. And uh, you know, you'll go up against Clubber Lang. You'll have some some issues. You'll 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 be knocked down, but you'll get back up. And you know, great inspirational music, Eye of the Tiger, and uh, you can yes. make your goals. Is Rocky Three the one with the robot? Which is, which is the one with the robot? Oh yeah, Ro- quick, Rocky th- Rocky Three is running around the uh, the house. Yeah, the, the one robot, with the robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, and then okay. they go to L.A. and they yeah. train in L.A. and Rocky Four, Rocky Four, robot creator. I think it might be Rocky Four, man. I'm not it a might Rocky be. Dra- Drago's four, uh, and it's Clubber Lang and three. Three's the best. Uh, I get the yeah. I always get them confused. I, I I have a hard time like remember which one Hulk Hogan's in. Like I have a uh, I've seen them all. Yeah. Very fine, yeah. fine movies. Yeah, uh, but that 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 robot triggered the rate. You remember Radio Shack? Yeah, yeah. Radio Shack had like a little robot and it had like a little tray. <laughs> and so after the movie, this little Radio Shack robot came out. My brother got it for Christmas mm. one year, and but it, but that's all you that's all it would do. You mm. put something on the tray and it would just take it. That's still pretty sweet for the time. For the time, it was crazy. That's right. It was was unbelievable. They don't. Uh, They don't have those anymore. All right. Well, guys, we're up against it, and I believe Hulk Hogan's character name in Rocky Three was Thunderlips. Oh, yeah. I got a shirt, man. (laughs) That's what I'm naming my next kid. (laughs) The Outlaw Liars. We have another edition in the books. Thankfully, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices conveniently located Raleigh, Garner. Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. If you've got a legal question, you can always call the firm. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about. 800-659-1186, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. That's 800-659-1186, or you can email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. See you next week. hosted by an attorney licensed to practice law in North Carolina. Some of the guests appearing on the show may be licensed North Carolina attorneys. Discussion of the show is meant to be general in nature and in no way should the discussion be interpreted as legal advice. Legal advice can only be rendered once an attorney licensed in the state in which you live had the opportunity to discuss the facts of your case with you. The attorneys appearing on the show are speaking in generalities about the law in North Carolina and how these laws affect the average North Carolinian. If you have any questions about the content of the show, contact us directly.